In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. Or should I say, good morning, Augusta, Georgia. I'm here with Ryan. Sorry? Say good morning to both. (laughs) (laughs) How are you, sir? I'm doing very well. How are you doing? Excellent. I'm here with Ryan Griffin, the president of Garden City, uh, Browns backers. I must, I've got to ask, first of all, why is it called Garden City? Well, you know, the name of Augusta is the Garden City. That's our nickname. So I just, I felt like that was a, you know, a lot better representation than just to say Augusta Code Browns backers or whatever. Uh, so I was just like Garden City. Plus it's got really cool initials. GCBB. <laughs> All right, cool. And uh, tell us, are you a big golf player yourself? Because the Masters happens there all the time, yeah? Yeah, you know, I, I like to play a lot of golf. I do when I can. Uh, not any good at all. Yeah. I'm absolutely awful. <laughs> I do it pretty well on the video games. You can put an Xbox controller in my hand. I'll, I can sink some, some good uh, putts, but uh, not on the actual course. <laughs> All right, excellent. Tell us a little bit more about the backers. How many members have you got? Uh, right now, I think I'm right at 30, uh, yeah. which is not bad for our town. Um, being so far away from, from Cleveland and all that, we're a military town, so I actually have a lot of transient come in and out that don't officially sign up. Uh, but I typically have anywhere from 25 to 40 people show up at the bar at the Carolina Ale House. Um, <clears throat> every week and it, it can go i've had as many as 60 in there at one point so it just kind of depends on it uh I, i'm thinking we're going to have some, a lot more people this year though i think you're correct ryan and uh <laughs> tell us how long has the browns back has uh, been going for i started this chapter uh what year was it that we drafted miles garrett was that 17 i think so yep. it's gonna be the going on the third year okay excellent and Georgia, is it famous for oranges? Is that correct? Uh, they, 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 it's the Georgia peach. Peaches, Georgia. that's it. Peaches. Yeah, peaches. And Coincidentally, I, <laughs> our, our, our biggest export is peanuts, though. It's uh, not peaches. They grow those in South Carolina across the street. <laughs> and I'm guessing the weather's really nice down there. It is right now. Yep. It is right now. It's about to get... It's about to feel like Africa outside, I'm going to tell you that. Yeah, so it gets really hot in summer. Be, it's going to be bad. 90s, 90, upper 90s, 100s, uh, with 90% to 110% if you could go that high. If, if it actually measured that much, the humidity would be at least 110%, I promise. Excellent. Oh, wow, mate. I, That's not uh, excellent. Yeah, it's, 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 it's <laughs> too much for me. And I've, I've got to ask, you know, uh, were you born in Cleveland? Uh, no, I'm a military brat. So okay. I was born, I was born in a smaller town in Georgia up Northeast called Tacoa. 
but all of my relatives live uh, about an hour away from Cleveland. So, so that's, so that's where the Brown stuff comes in. My grandmother was my biggest influence in that. And, uh, you know, I'm just carrying on the torch for her. God rest her soul. And do you go and uh, watch the, the Browns a lot? Uh, at the stadium? Yeah. No, oh, yeah. You know, as much as I can being, being a couple hundred miles away, it's difficult. Uh, I am a season ticket holder. Um, Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. You're a season ticket holder and you live so far away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we've got a, we've got an airline that does pretty discounted rates that I can sometimes get back and forth for uh, $80 or less. So it's not that big of a big, it's not in it's direct to Cleveland right there, get to the stadium, get a flight back on Sunday, <laughs> come back, get to work on Monday. It, it's a little, it could get, uh, it could get a bit tedious, but it's fun. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Good. That must be uh, yeah, pretty, pretty cool. And uh, if I came to uh, Georgia, what food would you recommend or what restaurant would you first take me? I would first take you to the Browns backers bar that we go to Carolina L house. But after that, after you have fun, I introduce you to all the cool people there. Um, do, you, do you serve food there? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a bar restaurant. It's a bar and grill. They got a lot of good food there. Uh, but if you're looking for good Augusta food, it depends on your palate. We've got everything. Being a military town, you've got all different types of cuisine that you can go to. So you tell me what you like, and I'll tell you where I'd take you. Okay, well, look, this is going to be the, this is the super tough question I'm about to ask you. And I need an answer. What, where's the food better, in your opinion, Georgia or Ohio? Ah, that is a super tough question. Uh, the pizza's better in Ohio. The barbecue's better in the South. <laughs> I, I'm not going to take a diplomatic answer here. I've got a gun to your head. <laughs> I've got to choose one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that is a very, very difficult question. You can't go wrong with a pierogi, though, and you just can't get those anywhere but in Cleveland. Not if you want to go. <laughs> So we'll go with Ohio. Got to go with Ohio for that. Good man. Awesome. I think, I think now in the series, 50, uh, 50, 50 states, I think we're five in now. And I think the score is something like three to Ohio, two against. So uh, Ohio's foods <laughs> is uh, hanging up re really, really well. Well, I mean, plus, I mean, you got Michael Simon up there. I mean, what, we don't have that here. <laughs> we don't have – we've got Alton Brown in Atlanta. But Michael Simon, you know, he's the man. He's smashing it, isn't he? He's doing well in Vegas. He's doing well. Yeah. Amazing. And uh, the Brown schedule's now out. What was your first reactions when it came out? You know, I was actually kind of like, it seems like what everybody was kind of thinking as far as the people who talk about this for money uh, were pretty much right on schedule uh, for primetime games. Uh, seemed a bit front-loaded, uh, a, a lot of tough games in the beginning, and then, you know, all the division games that seemed to be in the second half of the season. Uh, but I was excited. I thought it was a good schedule. Uh, I thought that it's tougher than what some of the people on, like, ESPN and NFL.com are trying to say about it. I thought – I think it's one of the tougher ones. I mean, you got both Super Bowl <laughs> teams in the schedule. Uh, but, you know, good. I think I see good things for them. They're going to – 
should be pretty set for a good playoff run towards the end. Yeah, I think this morning I did a uh, piece on my own and I had very mixed opinions, especially around, you know, like it's great we've got a home game to start with. But then on the flip side, the divisional games are really are, are really late. And yeah. um, we, we could have a... Um, great start and maybe lose momentum and then have a bad finish because the divisional games just aren't, aren't being played. So, um, and in the middle of it, I think we go uh, to away games back to back. We go Pats to um, Denver, which I'm a little bit concerned about. Uh, it's gonna Yeah, be... that's kind of a 50-50 one in Denver. You never know. Yeah. The good thing, again, is the bye uh, before the Pats. And the Pats don't have their buy for another couple of weeks. So, you know, they're not going to be fresh when they, when they get us. We'll have a, a good break before the Pats. That's a, that's a great thing. I was really hoping they would have put the Pats in the first three games. <laughs> they're, yeah. always, they're always easier to beat in the first three games before Belichick really gets that install ingrained in the noobs. And the Steelers games are like three weeks apart, home and away. It, and it's, a Thursday. It, it's, it's very close. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but the good thing is, is that there's two, you know, the Bengals are at the end. That should be two relatively easy wins. Um, the Ravens are at the end. Arizona at the end. Steelers at the end. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it should be interesting. I was, I was actually kind of surprised that they put San Francisco in a primetime game, to be honest. I was I didn't really understand that part of it. I was like, really? I could see a four, but not that. I think what they did, though, I think what they did, I think what they did is they put all the division games at the end so they can flex them depending on how the season goes. They want to flex those games if they mean something at the end. I, I think that's why they did it that way. Uh, an interesting thing, though, is we do get Hunt at the end of the se- or second half of the season when yeah. it matters the most. So that's, uh, right. that's going to be great. Absolutely. Hopefully he can keep it together and get on the field. Be looking forward to that for sure. And have you heard about Duke Johnson today? Uh, only about the pre- – I didn't really – I've been working all day. Uh, but I heard the – got some uh, notifications about he's going to be uh, – Dorsey saying he's going to be a vital part of the, of the offense. You know, who knows what that's all about. Yeah, classic Dorsey smokescreen. Maybe pushing him for more trade bait. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's a smokescreen. Maybe Duke's always in his plans, or there's no reason for him not to be in the plans. And uh, yeah, they want to get him on side, ready for the, the the training. Yeah, it's it's uh, they could be stroking him a little bit, you know, <laughs> trying to be like, hey man, calm down. You'll you'll get in the offense, you know. But we'll see what happens. I don't know, man. Duke doesn't really seem to want to really be there. So, well, I don't know. I wouldn't hate it if he was traded. I like Duke Johnson. But, you know, are we going to pay him to sit on the sidelines because he's not getting in there? You know, eh, we'll see. I've got no issue paying with him this next two years because we do have the cap space at the moment. He is talent. He's going to have talent. Absolutely. Like I said, I like him as a player. Definitely. Um, but we're gonna have a real we're gonna have a real big issue. There's gonna be 
so many offensive uh, opportunities, positions out there, it's going to be happy to keep everyone happy with the amount of uh, snaps and uh, yeah, receiving balls. I don't think anybody would have a problem with if he was to do something like package him with a couple of picks, move up uh, in, the, in, the, in the first round and pick someone up like the linebacker from LSU, White. You know, we need that more than we need Do Johnson. We need a good backup linebacker, a good Mike linebacker, you know, to, to make sure that that part of the, that part of the team is, is structurally sound. And I, I don't think anybody would have a problem at the end of the day if he did something like that. No, I, I don't. And uh, we all have to take the emotional side away from this. We are hopefully going to be a Super Bowl team and we are going to have right. to make these hard emotional decisions. But exactly. the feeling I get is not a lot of other teams want Duke that, that desperately. So, uh, yeah. Hence, he hasn't, been, he hasn't been snapped up. So... Uh, um, people saying a fourth and a fifth, I think that's incredible talent you're getting for your money. And uh, sure, of course, yeah. I want him for the rest of the season. Remember last year we were going into the season thinking we've got four linebackers. How are we going to keep them all happy? Week three or four, we've got two linebackers. Yeah. One's going to jail and one's yeah. injured. So uh, yeah, That's true. That Kidricks thing, man, that was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ryan, what's the first game you're going to go to this season, do you think? I think I'm looking at the Rams on Sunday night. Okay. I, I think that's uh, – being in Georgia, I am a Georgia fan. Sorry, you Ohio State guys. But I'm a, I'm a Georgia fan through and through. Lived in Athens for several years. And, and uh, so it would be kind of cool to see Gurley and Chubb on the same. I mean, I had this one made – at the pro shop before they even had any Chubb jerseys out. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, listeners, you can't see what I can see, but um, we've got Ryan in a 24 orange Chubb uh, jersey. I can see the stadium behind you. Yes, and sir. is that Bernie Kozar behind you? That is a signed Bernie Kozar poster. Yes, sir. Excellent. And yes, is, it, is this your man cave or...? Well, uh, this is actually in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess so, same thing. <laughs> oh, excellent. And uh, last question for you is, what, what score or what win-loss rate do you think it's going to be for the Browns this season? <clears throat> think about that one. Uh, I'm thinking, man, it's got to be at least 10 and 6. I don't want to get too lofty and think over that, but... I think we got at least 10 and 6, definitely. That's yeah, I'm definitely on the same page. At the start of the season, I was 9-7. I think now with Odell Beckham, I think that 10-6 is a very fair number. Obviously, yeah. on, on, on the TV, they're saying 11-5. and five. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it was more. You know, it wouldn't be something I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe they did that. But... You know, being the safe, if I was one to put wagers on such things, I would, I would probably be a little safe on the 10 and 6 side of things. That should still win the division, still gets you to the playoffs. Uh, I guess that's not necessarily true given our 07 situation. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Ryan, tell us, 
What's your plans for 2019 as a backers group? Yeah, so um, we plan on setting up some cool things. Like you had mentioned the golf thing. I've got a friend of mine that uh, sets up charity golf uh, events. Um, We're considering mulling that over, considering doing some charity stuff, uh, 401k, or 401k, uh, a 5k run. Uh, just to just to get some Browns prizes, I would pick up a whole lot of cheap stuff at the President's Weekend and give that stuff away. Uh, any money that we raise in the meantime, we'll buy some you know prizes for these things, these events. Um, give a payout. We can't raffle anything here in Georgia because that's illegal. The police will come take us away. Hang on a minute. Uh, uh, you can't yeah. raffle. They can't raffle a thing unless now. That's not entirely true. You can raffle, but you can't give. You can't raffle unless you are a legitimate nonprofit being given a space to work with at a place that is a nonprofit, and you have to get a special permit from the local sheriff's deputy. And tell us, where can people find your details? Oh, you can go to Facebook, um, just search Garden City Browns Backers. That's really our, we've got a Facebook group and a Facebook page. Um, <clears throat> we don't have a website or anything like that. Uh, you know, you can always, if they're around this area, of course, you can always search us, search for our uh, location address uh, at the Browns, uh, the Browns Backers tra- uh, Backer Tracker website uh, on clevelandbrowns.com. Uh, you know. So, yeah. If you're listening to this podcast and you fancy a game of golf, come see Ryan. Come to Georgia. Yeah. Uh, can, can can anyone go and play on the uh, Masters course? Is it is it impossible to? <laughs> no, you have to be a member. That's a private club, and and you just don't. Yeah, I can tell you this. I have been living in Augusta, Georgia, since 1994, and I've stepped foot on the property one time. Okay, it's like that, that yeah? Helps, helps. It's like that. <laughs> it is like that. But we do have plenty of beautiful golf courses uh, in the area that, uh, well, they can't rival the national, but they can definitely, you know, they're, they're all beautiful. So. All right, Ryan, look, thank you very much for your time. It's great to speak to another Browns uh, fan doing 50 states, 50 weeks, 50 Browns fans. So, Ryan, thank you very much for your time. Well, thank you too, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And uh, go Browns! Woof, woof!